Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A Silly Dude Production. Hello and welcome to They Talk A Good Game, uh, your favourite footy podcast by now. You know, you've been with us for a whole season, hopefully, so now, you know, you know us as friends. I'm your first friend, I'm one of your friends, Lockie, and here's your, here's your other friend now, Harvey. Hi, welcome. I am second friend and <laughs> glad to welcome you all to They Talk A Good Game in a finals special. Final special. We had four... Amazing games over the weekend, finals footy living up to the hype, that is for sure. Only one real blowout, and that was the Storm getting back to winning ways up against my manly Sea Eagles, who were disappointing to say the least. Yeah, it was, um, but even that, I felt I felt like it had its moments. The Storm got out to a big lead early. Manly, at one point, you know, maybe a sliding doors moment. Uh, the the try that Morgan Harper was denied, it was called forward by the referee, the pass. I, I think it wasn't, and I'm sure you agree with me. Oh, and yeah, it, And it was, it was at a time in the game where Storm had a lead of three tries, and, it's not, and they hadn't run away with it yet. So, but you've got to be able to pull yourself out of those moments. And Storm, they just, they just get into the groove at finals time. They do, they do, that's for sure. And they are the best team at nullifying the threat of Tommy Chaboyevich, that's for sure. His three worst games this year have all been up against the Storm. Um, And again, there were times when it just felt like he wasn't out there or he certainly wasn't at his best. Uh, They kicked to him a lot and made Mm. him take that first hit up, which takes him out of the set or, you know, fatigues him um, in that first half of the game. And just never really got any footing to put on much attacking pressure. We looked, you know, damaging on the break at times, but we didn't spend much time in their 20, no real repeat sets. And Mm. when you give the Storm possession and they complete the way they do, they are such a tough side to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So happy watching my boy Ryan Pappenhausen. He, He had his return to form game last week, perfect timing. Um, and he didn't take a backward step this week. Um, I guess the unluckiest man in all of it is Nico Hines, who didn't seem to spend a lot of time on the field. Um, 
now that Storm have shifted into finals mode. You know, I'm sure that he's got a role to play still, but it'd be funny. It would be very funny if they were to make the grand final and they were to win. And once again, he was to not make it on the pitch because that would mean (laughs) if that happened, he would be a player who has won two premierships and a state of origin series without ever playing on the field in a grand final or in a state of origin match. Yeah, that would have been an exceptional record. I mean, I think it's unlikely. I think he still provides a lot of value off the bench for them, even if they don't need cover in the outside backs. Um, but yeah, that would be some record if if he gets there. If they get there, they've still got a long way to go and they've got to get through probably the Panthers in the semi-final. Everybody thought that would be the grand final matchup, mm. but the Rabbitohs... Um, in the other top four clash, getting one over the uh, Panthers and putting in their best performance of the year. What I was going to say, what I was going to say about Manly is at first you lose to Melbourne, disappointing to lose your first week of finals. But watching Panthers go down to Rabbitohs, I feel like no fan base would have been happier than Manly. Oh, Suddenly, we look like geniuses so, well, now. Suddenly, man, yeah, well done, Des Hasler. It's a perfect <laughs> strategy. It's playing out exactly as he obviously planned it. Um, but now, suddenly, you guys are on the same side of the draw as the Rabbitohs, and the the grand final that everyone thought was going to happen is now the other prelim. So, you know, it, you I don't want to say easier, but you haven't you have a a better run towards the grand final, and no one. You know, even though Panthers lost to Rabbitohs, you'd still say that they have got a, the more talented side and a more of a premiership threat. So, yeah, totally. Manly have ended up on the right side of the draw, and you know the pathways there. If they want to make the grand final, you know they're in with the, their best shot, despite going down this week. Yeah. Um, even whoever makes it on that side of the draw is going to come up against. A team, either the Storm, I mean, Panthers, it could be the Eels in some weird world, but yeah, it's highly, be, highly unlikely. Crazy. To see the Panthers, if they go out in straight sets this year of all years, where it felt like finally everything was clicking for them, that would be massively disappointing for their for their team. Oh, totally. But, you know, whoever does get through on the Manly, um, see, uh, Manly Seagulls, the Rabbitohs, or the Knights side is going to come up against a side that's probably played their toughest game of footy all year in the semi-final, mm. getting over the storm. Um, all the storm being pushed all the way by Penrith themselves. So, you know, yeah. there's so much more footy to look forward to. But the uh, Rabbitohs, mm. Bennett, masterclass, it, it looked like the Penrith Panthers didn't have the answers for, for the first time all year. They just lacked yeah. that. Nathan threat. Cleary had a game that he very much resorted to just kicking all night. Uh, he didn't take the line on and and he was just and he has a great kicking game, but his strategy with the boot was literally just to attack the youngster Blake Taff at fullback all night. Yeah. And yeah, he dropped one early Taff, but he literally caught every single ball from then on. So at some point you've got to change up your strategy. You can't just keep hoping that this that the youngster's gonna drop a kick because he's being coached by Wayne Bennett. Once he drops yeah, one, right. he's not going to drop another. He's not going <laughs> to. No, it's unlikely. I mean, his, his head could have dropped and it, it could have been the winning strategy if things kept you know, going that way that it looked early on. Mm. But he, he stood up and he was so brave running the ball back. It wasn't just catching it, but he looked dangerous 
um, returning the ball. He looked dangerous down in the opposition's 20 as well. Uh, he's some talent stepping in for the troll Mitchell. You know, mm. you'd still obviously rate them a worse side with him missing, but they have got a fairly adequate replacement there. Yeah, I'll dare say. So basically, the Rabbitohs spine makeup at the moment Taff, Walker, Reynolds, Cook. There's something that I really like about it. I feel like with Luttrell there, it's a spine full of superstars. But is there too many cooks in the kitchen? Are there too many egos out there? Um, I think you look at the Panthers' spine and it kind of looks similar um, to how the Rabbitohs' spine looks now with Mitchell out. They've got superstar half pairing, a really solid hooker, and then a, a pretty you know a pretty underrated uh, safe fullback in Dylan Edwards and I see Taff as a similar sort of player to Edwards and you know maybe they just Rabbitohs they beat the Panthers at their own game almost yeah totally it was almost reversed because they had obviously Crichton playing at the back that this week with Edwards out with injury so it was like a sort of Latrell style player back there that x-factor center um, I still think Rabbitohs are a better side with Latrell and the team at fullback because they have those super strong playmakers on his inside, he just needs the ball in a bit of space and he can, you know, create points, especially down that left edge, of as we've seen um, for a couple of years now. Mm. Uh, but Penrith, yeah, they just, they lacked it. And I thought the Rabbitohs forward pack were all over them. They brought the intensity, they had the line speed, they won the, the fight in the middle um, and they were more physical. They just were. They're not the biggest pack, but my God, they make up for it with, with just... The way that they put those tackles on, they hunt in packs. Uh, Cam Murray was at his best. And yeah, I mean, they are a dark horse to, to take out this premiership. As, as we've said, you know, they could make it through to the final and come up against the Panthers or a Storm side who have just put everything on the table in the semi-final. You know, even um, though even though I'm probably cheering for a Panthers manly grand final at the moment, it would be... To see a Storm v. Uh, Rabbitohs grand final and to see the first uh, since 2006 was the last Bellamy v. Bennett grand final. I mean, like... It's tasty and This is Bennett's last year of head coaching potentially ever. Uh, he's linked to the new Brisbane club, but who knows if he'll be the head coach in that role anyway. So this could be the last chance we get. And who knows if Bellamy, how long Bellamy's going to be sticking around as head coach. So this could be the last chance we have to see the two modern great coaches go head-to-head in a grand final. Yeah, I mean, I, whichever way you it. cut it up, yeah, that there's going to be a, a classic grand final. But then there's cards. also the, the, the mental battle of, uh, of uh, Cleary and Bennett from recent press conferences. So there's so many great <laughs> potential matchups in this final series. There is, there is. And uh, shall we touch on, I reckon, two of the best games over the weekend. I mean... yeah. The Roosters versus Titans match went all the way to cool. the end. And my gosh, I was cheering on the Titans so was to I. get over the line. And, and they should have. Oh, and they should have. They really should have. They should have. You know, no, I know. Yeah, there's been enough bad. There's been enough press about that last play and um, and Patrick Herbert and uh, that pass that should have gone to Corey Thompson. He had him open. He decided to dummy and go. Or for feeder. For feeder was one on his outside. Yeah. You know, and you know, in another could have gone to either of them. And in another universe, uh, he dummies and the defender for the Roosters falls for it, and and he's a hero. Um, and in another universe, he passes it. Uh, there's just so many. 
yeah, so many scenarios where they should have been heroes and just... Yeah, it was a tough one to watch because I think the Titans were playing better footy throughout the game, but the Roosters are just a winning club. They've got a winning culture. It doesn't matter who's lining up in their side. Um, We've talked about the injury toll that they've had this year, but whoever fills the void just seems to step into their shoes admirably and put in you know, a finals winning performance. Um, the Titans gave them a run for their money, but the Roosters, they're just, you can never count them out. No. Not at all. No, that's true. Um, and that's the frustrating part, but it is down to, yeah, just what a team. And coming into the game, even with the Roosters' injury toll, I, I would have thought that they would get over the Titans who came into the finals, you know, on one leg with a 10 and 14 record throughout the regular season. So I guess in that sense, uh, justice prevailed in terms of the team that probably deserves to play second week of finals footy more. But, you know, the way it's set up is you get to that stage, you make it to finals and suddenly it's anyone's game and oh, it would have been so good to see the Titans get the win there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> the Eels up against the Knights. Um, yes. Eels obviously pulling that away at the game. end there. That was a great game. 100%. Yeah. Mitch Moses, I reckon, put a lot of demons to bed with that performance. It yeah, was, it's, you know. it's the best finals performance I've seen him play. Um, he's still yet to show that against a top four side. So the real test for me, I'd still say, is this weekend against Penrith. Because, um, you know, the Knights, once again, they're a team that that came seventh and was so far behind that top six. So as much as they are a finals team this year, I think Mitchell Moses still has a couple more demons to put to bed and no yeah, better opportunity sure. than against Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai. Well, that's it, right? And yeah, he, he's in with a shot of, of doing something special. Parramatta, their fans, their board, the club firmly believe that their premiership window is open. And that that's a big question to put to them because I don't think they are. Um but, you know, with Moses playing the way he did with the forward pack that they've got, um, they're a big, strong side. And we saw that the physicality was tough for Penrith to deal with up against the Rabbitohs. Maybe that's the recipe uh, to get over them. Um, you know, they've, they've built their confidence back with that win against the Storm towards the end of the year. And Penrith with this shock loss, mm. anything could happen, really. Um, it's going to be a cracking weekend of footy coming up. Uh, with yeah. the two games this weekend, and they're, they're another set of games that could really go either way. Yeah, as as great as as great as those games were, I feel like the fact that they were great games, um, it doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence for the Roosters or the Eels this weekend. I think, um, I just think the top four this year are in another league, and while Roosters and Eels were sort of part of that big group for a lot of the year I think towards the back end it showed that they were it was another sub little league fifth and sixth before you got to before you got to the rest um and so even though Manly went down quite you know by the biggest margin of the weekend to Melbourne it was against a really on fire Melbourne team and I think Roosters having almost lost it and potentially should have lost it against the Titans and Eels winning on controversial you know, controversial circumstances against the Knights. Yeah, I just think that Manly and Penrith, after losses, 
they've if they don't click into gear, then that'll be a really big disappointment to end what's been really great seasons for both of them. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they are the favourites going in this weekend. Um, but, you know, it's another game that they've got to grind out before they make it to that semi-final storm and the Rabbitohs get the week off. Um, do you still think the Storm are the favourites well, to win the Premiership? Well, before before this weekend, I thought Penrith were. Um, and now I would have to say Melbourne uh, just because having that week off is so valuable. Um, only... Yeah. One team in the last 14 years has won the Premiership after not having the week off during finals, and that was the Cowboys in 15. Um, so you've got to say it's Melbourne because I can't, I can't quite say that the Rabbitohs are. Um, but I still think the winner of the Melbourne v Penrith prelim is the favourite going into the grand yeah. final. Uh, sure. No disrespect to... Um, you know, whoever wins the prelim out of Souths and whether it's Manly or Roosters. Um, is it Manly? No. Yeah. The winner of Manly Roosters play Souths. Wow. There, I know that I think Phil Gould said this in Channel That's 9 right. coverage. So, and I know our whole thing is that we don't like to to recycle what's been said on the mainstream media. But what he did say, we're in the hatred games. We are in the hatred games. Literally every potential matchup coming up is just a team that hates each other versus a team that hates them back. Manly <laughs> yeah. Roosters, Para Penrith, and then Roosters or Manly take on uh, the Rabbitohs, and then Para or Penrith take on Storm. And it's like, my gosh. It's finals footy. Thank God it's <laughs> rolled around. You've got to savour it because... You all know once October hits, then there's no more until the new year. So we've got to make it last. But yeah, I just, I do think that Manley's loss to the Storm potentially has been uh, uh, worked out favorably because they get that wake up call that, you know, they didn't necessarily need. But, <laughs> you know, we can say that it was helpful in some regards of showing us our weaknesses and gives us another. 80 minutes of footage to watch up against how the Storm are going to play against Tommy. Um, and, yeah, we've, we're on the easier side of the draw, depleted Roosters' side. You know, we should be able to walk over them this year. It's probably going to be a tough game. But, you know, Friday night shapes to be a win for the Manly Seagulls and then the Rabbitohs, who, whilst they put in their best performance of the year, I still think that Manly can get get one over them, and then it's a grand final and anything can happen in 80 minutes of footy. So yeah, my, my hope is a lot better at the end of the weekend than it was at the start of the weekend after after the loss, um, which yeah. is, you know, fairly rare. But come on, the Manly boys. At this point in time, what's your grand final tip? Who are the two teams uh, and what's the margin and who's the winner at this point in time? Manly, Storm. Uh, Manly to win just because I have to, and I'm going to say twenty to eighteen. Dramatic. Hopefully, yeah. some dramatic. Hopefully, a dramatic penalty goal that shouldn't have been given <laughs> to end on <laughs> horrible circumstances. I'll, I'll, I'll add it. I'll add it. Nineteen to eighteen. DCE oh. field goal. Wow. Um, cool. What's what's yours? It's really hard to leave Penrith out of my grand final prediction, but I just can't go against the Storm at the moment. So I'd probably say Storm v 
Oh. Storm v. Rabbitohs. Bellamy v. Bennett. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I would say, and I'd, and I'd say once that grand final rolls around, Storm get them not, not like thrashing, but comfortably. 30 to, 30 to 12. Um, 30 to 12. 30 to 12. Man of the match is Ryan Pappenhausen, obviously. Another Clive Churchill medal. <laughs> another Clive Churchill medal for him. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I'll, I'll give Tommy my man of the match. By the way, oh there you go. It's got to be yeah. If Man are in the final and if they're going to win it, it's got to be him. So cool. Well, we'll see when we roll around next next week and uh, talking finals again. Um, whether whether those teams are still in it, maybe well, both my teams will still be in the hunt. But um, Roosters may pull off an upset this week, and the dream may die here. <laughs> the, this may Hopefully be not. this may be the last podcast episode of the year with you with actually not not last of the year second last of the year because we are about to uh record some Tataga awards a bit exciting very exciting very exciting um <laughs> but um but the second last podcast of the year with you with that with that glint in your eye of hope and and optimism about the the world well that's right that's right it's the way I've been seeing it all year with the Manly boys performing the way they have. Mm. Yeah. And let's hope I have a glint in my eye for the next couple of weeks. All right. Well, I think uh, that's a nice little wrap up to the first edition of Tatagaga Finals Fever. They talk a good game, Finals Fever. Uh, finals uh, Special. Um, is that what we're Perfect. The first Finals Special uh, where we just talk footy, you know, we really just sit down and have a proper chat. Um, make sure hope you enjoyed. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. Make sure that if you are listening to this, uh, you know, a day after it's been released, then also check out the next episode because it's the Tatagiga Awards, the biggest episode of the year, the night of nights, if you will, the morning of mornings because it releases on a Tuesday at six a.m. So the morning of mornings, um, <laughs> tune in for that one. It's going to be massive. Uh, but until then, enjoy final footy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.